Meow, my autistic Marvies, neuro Marvies. I was trying to give some thought. Uh, yes, that happens sometimes about today's topic. And I think the concept of disability would be a good one. I don't I know I've probably addressed it a little bit here and there in other episodes, but um, just I, I think it would be a good idea to have an entire episode that is dedicated to um, disability versus difference, um, identifying with autism versus identifying as a person who happens to be autistic, among many other qualities. Is it healthy to identify with your um, disability? And this, it, not just neurological um, conditions like autism, OCD, ADHD, um, you know, sorry, I can't think of the others right now, but mental illnesses too, um, identifying with bipolar if that's what you have, or schizophrenia, schizoaffective, depression, um, any of the anxiety disorders. And yes, I know that OCD is an anxiety disorder. There's also this theory that you kind of, um, the name will come to me, but once you're diagnosed with something, you try to live up to that diagnosis by exemplifying it even more. So you're, you're like living up to a title that or a label that somebody else has given you. I think it's called the labeling effect, uh, but there are different, there's a whole article on it. I can try to find it, but it is an interesting concept. You may feel bad, decide to go get some help if you're lucky enough to have insurance or a free community center or a place where you can get uh, meds and a diagnosis and all that. And then find out that the reason you feel bad is because you have bipolar and you happen to be in a depressive episode, but in the past you've had, let's say, hypomanic episodes and you didn't really even think about them because to you it was just like a relief that your depression was gone and you were able to get so much done and you were able to clean the house and you were social again. Now, I know that if you're autistic, a lot of this is... Oh, a lot of one's bipolar is impacted by the autism. And that's my case, I was diagnosed bipolar. And of course, it's going to be impacted by the other diagnoses and the other um, conditions that I have. But that person, upon finding out that they are bipolar, could read up on bipolar disorder um, they could, this used to be a special interest of mine, bipolar illness, but um, 
only identify with others who are bipolar, go to all the support groups, join all the online meetups. And basically their whole life, it, they're almost, they become like bipolar supremacists or act like they have a PhD in something when it's just something that's one part of who they are. It's not even who they are. It's a condition they have. But uh, they identify so much with the label of being bipolar. It's like this chic label that they now have and something that can get them attention and care and um, validation and accommodation and all these things. After a while, they just kind of turn into their label and they, they have all the accoutrement, they have the, um, the bracelet, you know, the medical art bracelet and, and the card and everything they can possibly have. It also allows them to kind of give themselves a little bit of slack when they're not able to complete a project on time, when they are not doing so well in school or at work, or when they've alienated some friends, maybe with their um, some of their manic within the the confines of their manic episodes, or even when they're depressed and not able to socialize, and as autistics, we know how that can be too. And as autistics, we can also go through that um, sort of living up to our autistic label, especially in the beginning and identifying as someone with a disability and being maybe being the loudest voice in a community in an advocacy community because it's all new and fresh for us and this also goes for people who are self-diagnosed um, it they become the strongest voice in a particular community of people because they finally have found a place where they fit and a lot of their other needs secondary needs needs are taken care of simply by having this label and by having a family of other autistics, you know, this, so this can apply to anything. And then there's also the question of, is autism a disability or is it a difference? And then if you say that it's a disability, which I happen to think it is, is it, are you going by the social model of disability where it's your condition, your uh, condition is disabling because society doesn't accommodate the needs that you have. Or are you going by a medical model of disability where no matter what accommodations you're able to receive, the condition itself is going to be what is impairing you? And personally, I feel like both are the case for me. Then again, I've never lived in a neurodivergent uh, or a neurodiverse society. I've only ever lived in a neurotypical society. I've never been um, in a room and board or a, a boarding school situation with only other neurodiverse, neurodivergent people around me. I've always been a neurotypical you know, in the regular community. So um, whether 
and also there's a way to define um there are stricter ways to define what neurodivergent is. Some people say that anything can make you neurodivergent, including bipolar, depression, anxiety conditions. And then there are others who say that neurodivergent means somewhere on the autism spectrum, ADD or ADHD, um, having some kind of obsessive compulsive condition. But that, that has been extrapolated, and there are people who have been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder who are considered um, part of a neurodiver neurodiversity, too, or really anything that kind of separates them from the, um, the, the neurotypical person. And also, we as a community have to be careful about throwing out labels too, about uh, labels that are stigmatizing in their own way, because most of us do have a lot of neurotypicals in our groups, in our family, our friend groups, our just life, you know, most people are um, neurotypical and to just write them off as people who can never understand us or who aren't worth getting to know because they're different from us makes us know better than someone who is neurotypical writing us off because we're neurodivergent. So honestly, I feel that it does go both ways. I feel like, yes, we are victims of systemic oppression, whereas neurotypicals, each one can be a victim of bullying and of individual discrimination, but neurotypical society is not um, considered victimized by the uh, main institutions. So, you know, so that does count for something, but I'm just saying, if you don't want them to label us, then we shouldn't be labeling them either, because I, I was listening to a panel of, uh, it was high-functioning or people with Asperger's, they were Asperger-identifying um, people, and they were saying, one of them stood up and said, I have never actually met a neurotypical person, meaning I've never met someone who's just normal, like the concept that we have in our heads of someone who is just very plain and normal and blending into the background with no outstanding feature. And she said, except for her ex, which I thought was kind of funny, um, but that's kind of what I like to hear because you, as we all know by now, um, we don't know what someone else is going through and we don't know what their loved ones are going through. And it could very well be that, yes, they are neurotypical, but what they're going through is something that most people will never experience. And it's really difficult and they don't have the kind of support that we in the autistic communities have. I mean, we're a really supportive group for each other. Um, so yeah, that's why I think it's just a little careless to throw that out there that um, 
us against them, that whole mentality. And I know that as autistics, we tend to slip into that black and white thinking quite a bit. And if we have other things on top of the ASD, you know, if we have BPD on top of the ASD, then that intensifies the black and white thinking modes that we can get into. But back to the question of what is a disability versus what is a difference? A difference implies that the strengths are paramount. So in the concept of a, a difference, basically what you're going to be focusing on is the strengths that we have that other people don't. And everything else that makes life more challenging for us is just because of the social model of disability in that the neurotypical society is not accommodating our, the things that make us different. Now, if we as autistics or at, if um, someone's neurotypical and they come into our world and let's say we were the majority, who then would be the disabled person? I mean, they'd, ha they'd have to go by our neurodiverse rules and so they would find themselves the victims of the social model of disability. I happen to think that there are things inherent to being autistic or to having certain conditions that make life really hard, um, whether you have the support around you or not. Um, but there are other people who insist that it's just society making it that way. And then you have the great divide of the low functioning versus the high functioning autistic and autism family where uh, any anyone who's higher functioning or who has Asperger's as it was called not too long ago cannot possibly be a voice that represents the community because it's not real autism, we're high functioning, we're able to get by in society, our challenges are not as great. And so there's infighting. Yes, we're a supportive community, but there's also so much infighting going on that doesn't have to be there if people with higher functioning versions of autism were to serve as kind of a bridge between neurotypicals and lower functioning autistics. I would love to hear what other people have to say about both of those concepts, difference, differently abled versus disabled, how they feel about their own autism, or about the autism of their loved ones, where that would fit, and also about the model of disability that you are using and that um, you think fits the autism spectrum more, whether it's the social model where it wouldn't be a disability if people accommodated everybody's differences, or the medical model where it's inherently a disability because it inherently decreases a person's quality of life. So feel free to send me a message and get in touch. And I want to start preparing interviews also, maybe write up a list of interview questions 
and send them out to various advocates and um, uh, people who are interested in representing the community, lending their voice to such in interviews. But for now, we're in the first season and the first season is all about getting used to having a podcast. So stay neuromarvelous and autastic and be back soon. Meow. <laughs> 